You can't compete with Nicky Gumbel. It's not a good idea. So, um, you know what? Lots of people, lots of us have got big questions. Big questions about life, about the universe, about everything. Uh, the, this is the first of a new series we're going to be starting called But What About? And we're going to be saying, what about this and that? What about this issue of suffering? What about the things that are challenging? What about what um, science says? How does that impact on Christianity? What about all these questions? Um, but today, I wanted to start by talking, but what about Alpha? Because Alpha deals with some of the really big things. Now, unfortunately, I put it in red on this slide, and you can't see it at all. So that should say Alpha, question mark, under there. But our projector is working very poorly today. Um, but what, you see, Alpha touches the heart of a key question we have. The key question is, what about God? And what about me? Yeah, what about God? What about me? How can I relate to this amazing creator of the universe? Um, and we're going to be starting an Alpha course in just over two weeks. And I wanted to take the time this morning to talk about that, to talk about God's heart for people, to talk about how Alpha helps people on their journey to God. And I've got some people who are going to help me with that sharing their sort of experience of, of what that's been like. Um, but I just wanted to start by talking about God's heart. You see, God made us in the first place. He made us to be in relationship with him. I love this bit of that famous picture by Michelangelo on the Sistine Chapel roof where God is reaching out his finger to Adam and Adam reaches back. God wants to us to be in relationship with him. He created us to know him. He made us to be his family. But it's gone wrong. And if we look at the world around us, and if we look at our lives, we see things that have gone wrong. Sin, where we've all chosen to go our own way, has got in the way. It's put barriers between us and God. Uh, it says in the Bible, the wages of sin is death, and it's led to, to death. The amazing thing is that God wants to change that. He wants to rescue us. He wants to restore relationship between him and people. He made a way by sending God, his son, Jesus, to be one of us, to die in our place on a cross so that we could come into relationship with him. As Jesus died, he made it possible for people to know God again, to be forgiven, to be accepted, uh, to know his love. And we've been thinking about his love today and how he makes us significant, how he uh, crowns us, how special we are to him. Um, how special people are to be him. They matter so much to us. And there is a question for everyone because Jesus is, this picture sort of represents Jesus being at the door knocking. It says in Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. 
anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. And there is an invitation from Jesus to open the door to him, to let him into our lives and to, to know more of him. Whether we don't yet know him or whether we already know him but want to know him better. God loves people. He sees what's gone wrong. He wants to put it right. He sent Jesus to make a way for us. If we choose to follow him, we can come in to his family. And Jesus says he's not ashamed to call us brothers and sisters. Alpha is a way to help us explore that um, over a period of time. The thing is, um, we are all on a journey. This is a picture representing Jesus walking with the disciples, a couple of disciples on the road to Emmaus. But God wants to walk with us, recognizing that we are all on a journey to get to know him. And we're all at different stages on that journey. Some of us have chosen to follow him and we're trying to step on. Some of us are not sure yet, but we're all on that progress. I wanted to ask um, Richard to share a little bit about his journey and particularly how Alpha helped him in that. Thanks, Nick. Um, I thought I was going to get to sit on one of these seats, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, well, I did Alpha probably about 23 years ago, something like that, 22 years ago. But before I tell you about Alpha, I just want to take you back to when I was younger. Um, when I was about 16 or 17, I used to go to church fairly sporadically. I went with my grandmother um, to our local Anglican church. And that might be other people's experience when they were younger. Um, and um, there came a time when they were running a confirmation course in the Anglican church that we went to. And my dad sort of said, well, you know, you've got to be confirmed. He was confirmed. It's sort of one of those rites of passage, one of those things you have to do, like your milk teeth falling out and your adult teeth growing. It's just something that happened, something that you did. So I went along to the, um, to the course, and part of it was a weekend away. And um, the people running, I don't remember their names or what they looked like or anything, but they were just such lovely people. And actually, on the second evening when we were away, um, there was what, looking back, was an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to come and touch us. And I did genuinely feel like God was in that. But I didn't become a Christian. And really quite soon after that, which might be, again, a lot of, uh, uh, it might be the story of a lot of people. Quite soon after that, I stopped going to church, obviously. Then I went off to university. And there were all the distractions of university. And I didn't get picked up by the Christian Union. I wasn't really interested in being picked up by the Christian Union. I wasn't interested in God. And then, having had a fabulous three years and done all the things that students do, including getting drunk and doing a little bit of petty vandalism, <laughs> um, and, but, but obviously being the good, honest, upstanding member of the community that I have become, we did go back and put right the things that we had, we had done wrong, except for that big mark on the NatWest Bank. Anyway, that's another story. So then I went off to, um, to London for a year, to law school, and I made friends with a, a guy there who 
um, had come down from Stoke-on-Trent, and he was the son of a, uh, of a Methodist minister. And he was going to Holy Trinity Brompton, which is where Nicky Gumbel and Nicky Lee, who are the founders of the Alpha Course, came from. And um, we became really good friends, and he invited me along to his church, to Holy Trinity Brompton. And I don't think it was a coincidence that the service that we first went to was one where they were advertising Alpha. Um, and so I had this background, this sort of vague knowledge of what God was. And so I was sort of ripe just to find out a little bit more. And he sold it to me like this. He said, what have you got to lose doing Alpha? He said, because you might become a Christian and it might define the rest of your life. It might be a life-changing event. But even if it isn't, you'll learn over those eight or ten weeks all about what Christianity is. And there are hundreds of thousands, millions of people in the world for whom Christianity is an important part of who they are. And so you'll have a little bit of extra knowledge from doing it. And I thought, yep, with my rational lawyer's head on, that sounded sensible. For various reasons, I missed the first one, but I made it to the second one. And there was a a huge sense of the the love and the kindness that the people on the Alpha course um, just gave out. They were welcoming, they were friendly, they were open. They wanted to hear what I thought. And boy, did I tell them... (laughs) And I had a lot of questions, and I got all sort of tied up and confused around, you know, what, what is, how can we have free will if God is in charge? And predestination, and were we predetermined to become Christians or not to become Christians? And we'd go to the pub after Alpha, um, you know, this was years ago, so, you know, nowadays, I wouldn't even dream of 10 o'clock you go to the pub, and 10 o'clock you go home to bed. But we went to the pub and we'd talk these things through and it was brilliant. And I got to know these people in my alpha group really, really well. And at one point I remember saying to one of them, can you be a Christian without believing in God? Now it's sort of quite naive to ask that, isn't it? But what I meant was, can I have what you've got without believing in God? And they had, as I said, this lovely friendliness, this openness, this welcoming attitude Um, towards me. And of course, you can't be a Christian without believing in God. Um, But we had a Holy Spirit weekend, which is still part of what the Alpha Course offers. And we went away to a house in Sussex, you may have heard of it, Ashburnham. And um, it was a really sultry, hot day. And I knew that something important was going to happen that day, because this was the opportunity to ask God into my life. It was the opportunity to become a Christian, if that's what I wanted. And I didn't know if that's what I wanted, because I still had all these questions. Later that afternoon, there was this huge thunderstorm as we were having the talk. And then as the clouds cleared, just towards the end of the talk, the sun came through the clouds. And you know that amazing, <clears throat> that amazing sight that you get with these dark thunderclouds and then stripes of sunshine just coming through? That was the situation we were in. It was at that point I thought, this is it. This is my opportunity. And I said, God, if you're real, I just want some sort of physical confirmation of that. And it was in the course of just praying and being open to receiving the Holy Spirit that I felt really touched by God and that I became a Christian in this amazing, supportive environment. And I still had questions, and I still do. I still had questions, and I still wanted to talk about them, but they were less important. What was important was that I had a relationship. And I had got to that stage through the teaching on the course, but also the relationships that had developed and um, the the kindness that I was shown on the course. So do I think Alpha is a good thing? I think so. 
I wouldn't hesitate in recommending it. And for me, just to finish off, for me, there was an added bonus because I met my wife doing Alpha. Now, that may not encourage you to go off and do Alpha, but it worked for me. Um, It's a fantastic opportunity to ask those difficult questions in an environment where nobody is going to criticise you. If you're not sure about it, I would really encourage you to take the step and, and sign up to the Alpha course. I have not looked back to my time before that um, uh, in the same way since having done that course and becoming a Christian. Great. Thank you, Richard. That's brilliant. And brilliant to hear, actually. I just love hearing those sort of stories of, of what God does. Um, we talked about journeys. This is something that someone called Engel came up with to try and explain the journey that people are on. And obviously it's a generalisation, but it basically says all of us are somewhere on this scale. We call it the Engel scale. From down here at the bottom, number one, which is like no awareness of God, through some awareness of God, meeting Christians, interested in Jesus, investigating Jesus, grasping the truth about Jesus, starting to realise who he is, understanding the implications of that. What does that mean for me? Um, Accepting it's true. Um, Grasping the implications of being a Christian, discovering what would it actually mean if I choose to follow him. Deciding to surrender my life to Jesus. And that's a sort of a key point within this progress, if you like. And then the sense of gaining confidence in choosing that, experiencing our lives, changing the result, learning what it means. Um, learning what it is to live as a Christian, sharing faith and growing on. And you could see this scale, this sort of steps to Christ. Um, And actually, us and our friends are all probably at different points on this scale. What Alpha does, it's really helpful in helping us climb those stairs. Particularly, you know, somewhere from, say, you know, about four to ten or so. It's really helpful for, for that sort of bit of the journey, if you like, where people have got an interest. They've met some Christians, but not quite sure what to make of it all, having lots of questions. And, uh, and that's a really helpful thing for any of us who are in that position or for our, our friends and family who might be. Now, here's a little, uh, here's a question first. Who here has done an Alpha course at some point? Hands up. Actually, quite a lot of people. Brilliant. Okay, I'm going to ask you a tricky question. Does anyone know what the Alpha Course stands for? It's actually an acronym. Anyone know? Ah, uh-huh. okay. Well, back when, they, when it was invented back in the late 80s, this is what it stood for. A, it's for anyone. So anyone is welcome, wherever you're at, whatever your sort of state on that journey, if you like. L is for learning and laughter. It's fun. We learn things about Christianity, about God, about God's people, about his love. But it's fun um, in a sort of easy context, meeting people. P is actually for pastor. So when they originally did it at um, HTB, they based it on a meal and it was normally pasta. Um, so that's normally part of an Alpha course. Our Alpha course is going to start with a meal at Zagana's, which probably won't be pasta, 
but um, it'll be something Turkish. Um, but you see, because when you eat together, when you become part of that sort of community, when you share life together over food, it's just really good for building relationships, feeling like you can ask stuff. Um, H is for helping one another, because um, Alpha is a journey together. You know, it's not just I'm on my own journey, it's actually we're a group together. And we're journeying together. We're learning more about God and his ways together. Uh, Richard talked about being part of that group, going to the pub afterwards, and how helpful that was to him. Um, so it's about helping one another. And finally, the second day is about ask anything. Okay? There are no questions that you can't ask. It's an open uh, format to, to ask what you want to know, to whatever is bothering you, whatever you're thinking about Christianity but you're not quite sure about, it's an opportunity for all those things. So that's Alpha. Um, I wanted to have an Alpha panel up here because I'm going to ask some people some questions. So Richard, if you could come out. Um, now, there were some other people who've already been primed. Joe was going to come, but I can't see her anywhere. Um, and I can't remember who else we had on this panel. Mark. Nikki. Ah, oh, yes, Nikki, that was the other person. Um, is there anyone else who's done Alpha who would like to come up, sit here, and be part of this panel who I'm going to ask some questions to? Put you on the spot? Okay. Yeah, come on, Lizzie, I thought you might. <laughs> right. So, and they get comfy chairs too. There's one more comfy chair if there's a comfy chair there. Much better than the plastic ones. Okay, right. First question. When and where did you do Alpha? Uh, end of last year, coming into the beginning of this year, just in that room over there. Cool. Uh, September 2009 at the King Centre in Oxford at the OCC. And Richard, we already know it was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. Um, Okay, so next question. Who invited you? Uh, well, my friend John, who was a, a fellow barrister who I got to know through law school and then became my best man, actually. It's all tied up. <laughs> uh, it was Paul Gander, actually. Um, I already had an interest in doing it anyway, but he was like, come along, come along, make sure you do it. And I was, okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's all tied up to <laughs> Thank you. We are noting an interesting trend here. Now, this one is a really crucial question. Why did you say yes to going on the course? Um, well, I had actually, I didn't tell you this bit, but I had actually known John a little bit before he, uh, he asked me um, and been to his church in Stoke. And on Sunday night, they had chips. Um, and I thought that was really, really cool. And so when he invited me to church, I thought, this sounds really cool. Actually, church can be cool. So that's why. Uh, well, I think because I already had an interest, I was already willing to go anyway. But I thought, you know, you can't, you can't not gain anything from it. So by doing it, I was only going to benefit. And that was kind of a push for me to do that. Yeah, I had a similar background to Richard, um, and um, I yeah, turned away from God, and then I um, met Nick and also my housemate at the time, Dave, um, and they just had this had this thing, this um, 
I think at the time I called it arrogance, but <laughs> faith, faith. <laughs> this, this faith and this, this strength that, that uh, yeah, I just thought, I want some of that. And yeah, and that's why I went along, because I was like, I just wanted to find out more about it. Cool, thank you. An interesting, you know, personal invitation is really important. Okay, so all these people were invited along by someone. And most people come on Alpha not because they've seen the posters. We've got our poster out at the front at the moment. Um, Alpha runs here, or sort of here anyway. Um, but um, it's not because of that that most people come. It's because they've been invited personally. And we can feel a bit sort of, you know, going out on a limb when we're inviting someone. Um, but, you know, often God is already working in people's hearts. There's already, you know, Richard's experience um, as a teenager uh, being confirmed, or there's already other things that God has been doing in our lives. You see, he is the one who wants to reach out to people to show his love to people. When we invite people, we are sharing with him in what he's already doing. There is already God at work. So let's ask people just trusting that God is already stirring their hearts. Maybe let's listen to him and say, whom should I be inviting to this? Because so many people are already on a journey to God. They're already on that process. Okay. I want to put that up as well. Um, so next question. What's a typical alpha session like? And I suppose only one of you need to answer that. Who wants to answer that one? You did it here, Nick. I'll do it. Um, a lot of talking, to be honest, um, which is actually quite, you know, the important part of it. Um, you, you sort of go in, meet and greet, all that kind of fun stuff, coffees and cakes and, and so on. Um, and, and there'll be whatever session you're on will obviously be the theme for that, for that particular day. And you'll watch a 20-minute video or so um, with various people speaking about their own faith and their own history and when they came to, to find God and they did Alpha, etc., etc. Um, and you just kind of explore that a bit further. But I think the, the most important bit of it and, and what seems to take over, which, which I felt was really, really powerful, is, is you're sharing that with, with the rest of the people in the group. Um, and it typically sort of evolves into everyone chatting and saying about their own personal experiences, but you kind of get a feel of that sort of brotherhood and, and welcomingness that, that's in there. Brilliant, thank you. And just so you know how it's going to work practically for us, so the first session will be uh, Tuesday 2nd of October at Zigana's uh, for a meal together and then uh, to watch the video I'm going to sort of move over from Zigana's to Didcot Baptist Church Hall. I think uh, Didcot Baptist Alpha Course is also going to be joining us for that first meal so I think that will be everyone together and then after that um, we'll, it'll be happening on Tuesday nights at Paul and Fran's house so that's the that's the pattern that's going to follow for most of the course so uh, that's that okay another question what was the what are the what was the best and worst bit of alpha oh, i might just think about that okay. anyone ready for that best bit just best bit that's easy best bit was um holy spirit day that was in oxford that was amazing and um, i think roger cole came to speak to us um and he just had he had yeah Lots of testimony about healing, and um, that's when it became really real, I think, at that point. Um, and you could just feel it. Um, I think 
I prayed to be filled with the Holy Spirit and it didn't happen. But <laughs> uh, I didn't think it happened at the time. But in um, in hindsight, God was there. You know, was, yeah, that was an amazing day. Uh, for me, um, coming into the beginning of the year, um, we all sort of congregated at Nick Spencer's, and um, he'd cooked this curry, and there was just you know loads of food, and we were sharing a beer together and all that sort of stuff. And there were, I think there was about eight of us there, um, and just. I don't know. I don't know why it was more. It, it it just felt better. I think it's because we were in someone's home, but it was an open home. He'd completely just allowed us to come in and share that with him. Um, and and you kind of got the whole presence of God there. That that everyone was there for a reason. And and you're all you know you're breaking bread together. You're eating. We're praying together. And we carried on watching the videos and sort of exploring it deeper. And it was just nice to get some real close sort of friendship time. Yeah, I think I'll probably agree. Um, the Holy Spirit weekend was fantastic. Obviously, that's where I became a Christian. But to have got to that, the, the best bit was the relationships that had built up over the weeks before that because that meant I was prepared to be open with these people who otherwise I had never met before with the exception of the friend who invited me. And, you know, I have re- I'm, I've really thought very hard about what the worst bit was. I cannot think of a worse bit. There were really no bad bits about it at all. Cool, thank you. So just to sort of explain the structure a bit for those who aren't aware. So the Alpha course is normally 15 sessions, um, of which 12 you normally do, and we will be doing sort of in an evening once a week sort of thing. And they're questions like, you know, who was Jesus? How can I believe the Bible? How and why should I pray? Um, Those sort of questions. And then towards the end, there's a sort of a day away, if you like, where we look at the Holy Spirit over three sessions and there's an opportunity to pray with each other. And God often does uh, amazing things. Okay, next question. What was your biggest question coming into the course? What did you know, what would, did you most want to find out about or the biggest question you had about faith or difficulty with faith to think about? Lizzie, can you? <laughs> Long time ago. <laughs> um, I think it's more about how um how to have a personal relationship with Jesus. I think I think that that was my biggest question is that how just practically how do you do that <laughs> so I've been to an Anglican church growing up um, but I never remember anything about having a personal relationship with Jesus and that's that's what I saw in Nick and my, and my friend Dave and yeah just that, that how does that happen and yeah and why as well <laughs> so, there's so many questions <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I think a little bit differently to Richard and, and Lizzie is it, I was already sort of quite comfortable and and I was beginning obviously everyone's sort of somewhere on the scale I was starting to have a quite positive relationship with God and he has ups and downs and so on and I I sort of wondered well I'm doing an alpha course sort of five years in what what could I possibly take away from that um because it's overtly designed for people that are quite new um but that was a complete sort of misconception because everything everything I watched there was always somebody that would sort of jump out at you and there'd be a personal life experience in there or or something that you could be like, wow, that actually, you know, I connect with that and I can associate with that. Um, so my biggest question was, what am I going to learn from, what am I going to take away from something designed for sort of beginners, I suppose, is the only way I can, uh, you know, put a, put a label on it. Um, and to sort of answer that question, it was a quite a lot, to be honest. <laughs> uh, 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 
Um, for me, I touched on it earlier. It was um, how can God be all knowing and yet how and yet us at the same time have free will and freedom to choose the path we want to take? I don't think there's an easy answer to that. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, I think, um, Nikki, I'm really glad you, sh- you said what you did then, because actually that's a really good point. You know, um, lots of people do the Alpha course several times, and actually that can be really helpful just to, you know, these are big things, and to get our heads around it, to really get hold of it. And also, you know, if you already are a Christian, um, it's still great to come along, to get a bit more established, to, to think out some of these questions that we all still have. Um, it can be really great. And actually, it can also be a real help uh, to the people running the course. You know, there are also people who are maybe already made that step of faith on the course, but are part of it as well. So all that is, is really helpful. So um, if you've already done it, or if you're already a Christian, don't let that stop you from being on it. Okay. This is the final question, but it's a big one. And you've sort of answered it in different ways already. But what difference overall has Alpha made to your journey with God? Um, It's funny, actually, because there are obviously lots of big things. But one thing that really sticks in my mind is having done the course and having become a Christian, I remember standing in the toilet... Just bear with me. I remember standing in the toilets after, I think it must have been the week after the Holy Spirit weekend. So the week after I became a Christian. And I heard an ambulance siren. And I prayed for the people that the ambulance was going to help. And that is just how fundamental a change there had been in my life. (laughs) Um, To be honest, I think the crux of it is that there's up, you always have ups and downs and dips and dives in your faith. Um, and, and I was sort of growing up, I always, my grandfather was quite a big churchgoer and you must be this, and you must do that. And um, I never really understood why. And I think part of it was, I always thought I've got to have this faith and it doesn't matter, I've just got to trust it. And, and that's difficult to do. And it, and it kind of reinfer, reaffirmed the idea that, you know what, it's all right to question it all the time. You've got to, you know, if you don't ask questions, you're never going to learn. And, and it kind of reaffirmed that it's okay to say, well, I don't understand why this happened. Why don't you pray about that? Ask that question and find out the, the answer for yourself. And, and more often than not, it, I sort of came to the revelation that, wow, this is actually my, my life sort of flippity-flopping. And it's, you know, I'm now more positively thinking about God than, I, excuse me, than, than sort of the negative side of things. And so it, it just reaffirmed that, that I can ask questions and and be happy within that faith and um, for me it was um well becoming a christian at the end of it was <laughs> it was the highlight really um, and that changed my life in so many ways i think i remember feeling that um i could suddenly see the world in color i think that that was the main, that was the picture i got <laughs> um yeah and just and it did just change my life really um and yeah just really simple things like just being able to talk to somebody all the time. I remember walking, I only lived five minutes from work at that time, and I remember just every time I walked to work and back, I'd just be praying and talking, and yeah, just it was a release, a massive release, and, and that's kind of continued really. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Thank you. Thank you to our brilliant Alpha panel. That's been really helpful. Can we give them a round of applause?
So I'm excited. I'm really excited that we are running Alpha again in a couple of weeks. I'm really excited about the people who are going to be on it, who can have a chance to discover more about Jesus, to ask their questions, to think about things in a, you know, a, an open environment where the group together will be helping each other, will be having fun, will be learning together. I'm so excited about what God is going to do. Um, and, you know, we get to be part of that as well. Um, you know, it might be that today, you know, we're thinking about it and thinking, actually, I'd like to go on the course. I could do this. This would be really good. So, you know, we can be part of it by going on the course. We can be part of it by inviting someone to go on the course. You know, all of our, our panel, that was pretty key, someone asking them. And generally, that is the case. Someone says, come along. Why don't you come to this? The meal at the beginning in particular is designed um, so it's not just them going on their own. That, you, know, you invite someone to come along with you to the, to the meal and sort of together sort of share that. Um, so that's uh, part of the plan of it. But uh, it may be you know, there's someone you can invite. It may be um, that you can support and pray for Alpha and for people on the Alpha because ultimately what's going on is God is meeting with people. God is stirring people's hearts because he loves them. He wants them to, to know him, to know his love, to experience his goodness. Um, he wants them to put their faith in him. He wants us to put our faith in him. It's a spiritual work. It's a work of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray that God, the Holy Spirit, works in people's lives through this course. What we're going to do now is we're going to have just a, a few minutes um, quiet just for each of us to think about this, uh, to pray, and in the quiet, just think three questions I put up there. One, does God want me to do the Alpha course this time? Will this be something that God wants me to be on? Um, two, whom can I invite? Is God putting on my heart someone that you know might come on it, that um, a friend, someone in the family, a, a work colleague, a neighbour, someone that I can invite along to that first meal, the, the, the meal at Zagana's is a taster session. There's no commitment to come along to anything after that. It's like, just come, come along, see what it's like, and then decide whether you want to be part of it. Um, so does God want me to do it? Whom can I invite? And how can I support and pray for Alpha? You might want to sort of set aside some time on a Tuesday night to pray when it's going on. You might want to pray at some other time during the week or think of other ways of supporting it. But let's really pray that God touches people's hearts through this. So we're going to have two or three minutes for us all just to sit, silence, reflect on that, pray, see if God brings anyone to our hearts. Great. Well, if, um, if you feel like uh, you want to go on the Alpha course or you feel like 
you know, God reminds you of someone to ask, someone to invite, or you want to uh, commit yourself to pray in some way for it, can I suggest that you tell one other person today, say, I'm thinking of doing this, or I'm going to invite this person, please pray for me, or I want to pray for it. Um, so try and find someone else and just tell them this morning that that's what your response is. Um, just want to say a welcome. So notice that uh, Mirabel and um, baby Hadessa are here for the first time today. So welcome. Great to have you with us. And uh, bless that baby. And uh, we're going to finish the, the meeting now. There's teas, coffees, and what looks like donuts. I think, mini donuts? No, something else. It looks like there's something small and cakey there. If I'm wrong, I'm really sorry. But bless you, have a great week. See you next week.